Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Welcome to the Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch and just a couple of random thoughts to chuck your way at the beginning of a new year. Welcome to 2023. Um, had a fair few P-Rail sessions just in the, um, in the driveway over the last little while. The weather's been a bit all over the place and various other commitments you know, funnily enough, you know, holidays can bring their own kinds of, um, you know, various things going on. Um, but yeah, we, 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 she's been keen to get the skates back on and um, been working on her sole grind, not just stepping up, but jumping up as the new step there for her. Um, and she's getting there, which is good, and getting a bit of a slide happening. She's also, as a part of that, I showed her about the, the Marchio and how that's also a, um, you know, she could just practice that just jumping up with the sole foot you know, as one of the, because it's interesting when you're learning something, having to help someone learn again, things you've kind of learned, then you work out, you have to kind of break it down into its parts and build it back together. And yeah, the actual step of jumping into a grind, into a soul grind is a thing. And so, so she's um, uh, 16, by the way, that's, that's kind of, and has been skating on and off, you know, for most of her life, but aggressive skating the last few years. Yeah. And so that's, um, that's, uh, you know, the, the Marchio and the Soul Grind, and I guess the Mizu will all be things that she'll be learning and the front side soon enough as well. Also a thing, like for quite a while, this has been maybe close to a year that she's had her uh, aggressive frames on because about a year ago, Christmas time, I got her the 50-50 um, big wheel frames and big wheel blue wheels um, and... Uh, um, uh, and so she's been just doing a lot of rec skating, including learning to do the T-stop, which is, again, one of those things that's a big thing if you don't realise it's a thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, Guy Crawford, by the way, I think it's the, the, branded, the, the branded wheels. She's got the blue um, wheels. <clears throat> um, um, yeah, so so she's been learning the T, yeah, the T stop is in terms of muscle strength and balance. You know, it's a challenge to do that one, the dragging that foot behind you and not kind of end up turning it a circle. Do you remember that? <laughs> learning to actually hold it square and perpendicular and drag to a stop um, takes a bit of practice, but she's been mastering that. A few of those things, but yeah, now back on the anti rocker and um, getting the hang of that. Um, uh, yeah, some of the grinding again. So it's been fun doing little sessions together, me working on my stuff, like uh, consistently grabbed backslides and um, starting to learn a few switch-ups um, and things, um, joining together a few of my little things, um, but then her learning her basics as well. So it's kind of cool. Nice to have someone to session with at home. Um, uh, but yes, keen to find the combination of good weather, mental energy. I think I'm noticing that actually um, when I've got big things, emotional or, or intellectual or 
work or family on my head, then sometimes the motivation to go out for a big skate consistently flags. And so I'm trying to keep in it just by doing the P-rail sessions and the local, you know, bowls and skate parks rather than the big sessions. Um, but yeah, looking forward to get out to do some bigger bigger stuff. And I wonder whether maybe weirdly getting into just a routine for the year and hopefully a more stable weather here. It's been a very wet summer here in Tassie uh, that that might become a bit, bit more of the thing. Um, yeah, I, mean, I had a nice session the other day. I was working from home in the morning and then drove in to do some work in the office, but left enough time to go the long way to work and stop at this beautiful skate park in the southern suburbs of Hobart, you know, a suburb called Taruna, and it's tucked away. It sits just up above a beach. Um, there's like these two bowls, like maybe a three foot and a six foot, and then, you know, with a spine between them, and then there's a whole other area with banks and quarter pipes and some fun boxes and things. Um, and I had a really nice little session in there. That was really fun. Uh, <laughs> there's two teenagers there who were just smoking bongs behind the kind of seated shelter area. <laughs> um, and then there was this other old guy who rocked up from the beach in his board shorts and took his top off and just skated around um, in his boardies um, on his skateboard. Um, you know, and it was, it was just nice. It was nice chatting to him and another old skate geezer. Uh, turned out he um, owns a um, like a, a adventure kayaking business and travels around the world with that. Um, and then gets his gets his skateboard out and has a roll and a carve. Good on him. Um, so that was nice. So I have, have had some nice little um, sessions, but not, not big skating um, the last couple of months. Um, hey, how's Chris Edwards, huh? Like that from him, uh, since I've been back into skating, he's been largely absent for a lot of that time. You know, there was, uh, there's been a couple of podcast episodes he's done with people and, and like there was a little bit of video footage of him skating uh, maybe his home skate park or something. Um, quite a while ago, but very little, you know, and, and, and um, I think at one point he was trying to launch something with REMS maybe, and then that just kind of didn't go anywhere, And but he seems to be back, back now in a big way and working with gourds and um, and getting in shape and, um, get, you know, getting get lots of social media stuff, uh, lots of hustle. He's definitely got a... Um, a salesman thing going on um, and, uh, you know, trying to get a hustle going on, but good on him, you know, and it just is really nice. I think about people coming back to the sport now, um, having him in the world of the sport is so nice, you know. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's um, – because there was really – like when I came back into it, both Chris wasn't around and Arlo as well was basically invisible and he's – still not massively around but but is noticeably more around as well you know and that's just really cool this is a really a way cooler context for all the different generations of the sport including older people who remember these these great heroes um or still around as well you know the full spread of the legacy of the sport is just really fantastic and it seems like it's a really joyful thing for these i think even seeing more of brian aragorn skating on Instagram the last while. I mean, that's just awesome, isn't it? So, I mean, that, that's a cool thing. I've been less on Instagram and less up with the Blading Podcasts just the last little while, so so it's really interesting dipping back in and seeing what is going on and catching up a little, um, 
Yeah, perhaps it doesn't seem like the last while there's been like massive leaps forward in terms of new products or new industry or new, but it, it just does seem the thing, the whole thing is still cooking, you know, and you know, on a good trajectory, which is really awesome. Um, I think as a final thing, I just want to say how much it's nice to have really good socks. I think two, a year ago, two years ago, my brother gave me just some, you know, kind of some nice elements. I think they were skateboard brand socks from the local skate shop. And they, they, they you know, there's, I guess we all have the little luxuries in life. And I don't have heaps of those, but a really good pen I like. And yeah, I've realised, man, really good socks are nice in general but especially in skating too. Like, I, it's nice to have a really good, nice padded sole, nice bit of compression from the sock around your foot and your lower leg. Um, and so even this year, um, uh, <laughs> the family gave me uh, maybe three or four pairs of Santa Cruz skateboarder socks. And again, same thing, nice padded base, nice material, good compression feel. Socks, man. Dig good pair of socks. Um, love it. Um... Anything else before I sign off that I want to talk about? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, just speaking about little clothing things. Um, uh, I think one of my more recent episodes is about baggy pants and baggy shorts. Yes, continue to love them. Although I've noticed that I, I do a lot of walking for exercise as well as skating, as well as um, kind of just body weight um, push-ups and whatever else. Um, and yeah, baggy pants and shorts aren't so comfortable to do long walks in. You know, I find myself putting on a, a slightly tighter pair of jeans uh, to go the distance. <laughs> um, but yeah, hats, hats and beanies, hey, how about that? I mean, even if you whack on your helmet, as you should if you're skating seriously in um, ramps or even in, in parks and stuff at a serious level, there's, even then, the going to the skate park and the leaving the skate park, you want to be in your gear. Um, and there's a lot of less lower impact skating where I think a lot of people will very happily kind of not wear a helmet. I guess I think about there's a bunch of kinds of injuries you could get anyway in life. Do you know what I mean? Like falling over, bushwalking. And you, there's a lot of contexts where you could get a serious traumatic head injury, but you don't wear a helmet all the time. And so I guess I apply that to skating, that yes, you could quite innocently in basic skating still fall in just the wrong way and hit your head. But um, if the risk is sufficiently low, I don't worry about it. And again, in which case it's nice to have the beanie and the cap in it. So even if you don't have a whole stack of, um, uh, you have gear and you're not a big merch head, um, <laughs> how, nice, how nice is it to have your hat? How nice to have your beanie, you know, the ones that you're one, that, that old faithful. That's just part of the outfit that you go out on wheels wearing. And um, at the moment, I'm pretty, I've, I've had a, um, I love the, I mean, khaki is one of the colours I like. Khaki, burgundy, black, grey, there's a few colours that I, I tend to be my go-tos. I had a khaki, um, I don't know what it was now, um, it's like a skate brand or something. Um for quite a while, and then I've got had another khaki Dickies cap um, that now is really sun faded and sweat stained and crusty. <laughs> My son, I'm, I'm an Adelaide Crows Aussie Rules football player supporter, 
uh, my son found a, a yellow all over with a lot of yellow embroidering and then a little bit of white embroidering Adelaide Crow's cap. And so I quite, you know, I don't wear a whole lot of yellow, but I think that, that pops a bit actually, you know, wearing a bit of yellow, yellow and brown, yellow and black, you know, it goes all right. So I've been um, enjoying both my old crusty khaki cap and my yellow Adelaide Crow's cap with a bit of pop. And then, yeah, I have a, a, um, a, a burgundy, slightly loose woolen beanie for the cooler days in the winter. And uh, again, have had that, I think again, got that for a birthday or Christmas and just, that's just, it's like part of your uniform, I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> that'll do for today. Um, hope you're going well with whatever headwear and sock footwear you're enjoying in your part of the world. Talk again soon. See ya. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We're also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.